0: You are now listening to episode 23, Professional Cuddling in Thailand and Indonesia. Welcome back, beautiful listeners. It is I, your host, Felicity Azara. And if you're new here, hello. I am both a professional cuddler and a sex worker. I started professional cuddling in March of 2018, so about four years ago. And if you found me through one of my podcast interviews, like my most recent one on Dr. D's social network podcast, Podcast. Salutations. I am so glad that you found me. And if you yourself are a podcast host, I'm sure you and I can work something out. If you haven't listened to my interview yet, Dr. Darian Parker is a very lovely, cordial, congenial man. I am his 454th interviewee on his podcast. Yes, you heard that correctly. And in my interview, we mainly talked about professional cuddling and BDSM because I am a lifestyle kinkster. As always, my podcast. is not sponsored, I do not take any corporate money. I just have my Patreon. And for every single podcast episode of mine, I upload an outline to my Patreon and 95% of what I upload there is absolutely free for the public to view. I recently started uploading things such as professionally filmed and edited dance videos. So my patrons get to view that days in advance before the rest of YouTube. In addition to all of that, if you subscribe to my Patreon, you will be able to see sneak peeks of upcoming podcast episodes. I have already created the thumbnail for episode 24. In addition to being a podcast host and a professional cuddler, I also volunteer for this one organization called Rad Mission Neighbors. Rad Mission helps out mostly homeless people in the Mission District of San Francisco. We help out a lot of undocumented people, a lot of trans people, a lot of people in poverty. Our main thing is Free Laundry Day, which happens on the last Wednesday of every single month. We are always accepting donations. Rad Mission Neighbors has both a Venmo and a cash app. But if you can literally only donate in cash, then show up to our laundromat on a free laundry day and hand one of the volunteers cash and we will make sure it goes towards keeping free laundry day going. If I myself am Chinese and Vietnamese, if I butcher anything, if I get anything incorrect, please call me out because the last thing I wanna do is spread missing information. When I make podcast episodes like this, I make an effort to research both professional cuddlers, which leads me to cuddle agencies, but I also research cuddle parties. You can be a cuddle party facilitator without having any experience in one-on-one pro-cuddling, but there are a lot of cuddle party facilitators who are or are former pro-cuddlers. Now that we've gotten all of that out of the way, without further ado, let's begin this episode. Let's begin with Thailand. The main language is Thai, but some residents speak Lao, Malay, and Mandarin. As of 2022, their population is approximately 69 million people. Thailand is the second largest economy in Southeast Asia and the 22nd largest in the world. Their biggest industries are tourism, agriculture, such as fruit and seafood, and exports, such as rubber, vehicles, medical apparatuses, precious metals, etc. Thailand is the only Southeast Asian country to not get colonized by Europeans, but like the United Kingdom, Thailand has a monarch and prime minister. The capital of Thailand is Bangkok. Upon my research, there used to be a Bangkok cuddle party, except their original name was Cuddle BKK. Yes, the first letter in cuddle is a K. To be honest, the logo is atrocious. Bangkok Cuddle Party is a Facebook page that started on December 16, 2014. They made a Facebook note in 2016 about the rules of a cuddle party and that note was last updated in 2021. There was a cuddle party scheduled on December 17, 2016, but it was canceled. They literally only have two cuddle parties in their events page. They occurred in March and April of 2018. Both cuddle parties were hosted by someone named Casey Sunshine. I don't know if Casey Sunshine is a professional cuddler but according to her Facebook she grew up pretty close to where I grew up. She is a silks aerialist and a writer and she now lives in Prague Czech Republic- I don't know Czech so hopefully I'm pronouncing that correctly. For Bangkok cuddle party, there are no status updates past April 16, 2018. The Facebook page is very dead, but I did come across this cuddle party group in Chiang Mai. I perused this one blog of a mountain biker and he has a section of his blog titled counterculture. So on October 1st, 2019, he wrote about cuddle party. And that's how I found out about the Chiang Mai Cuddle Party. This event page does more than just cuddle parties. So the page is called Abundant Love Chiang Mai. The moderators are named Sarah Love and Justin Lee. I do appreciate that the blogger who wrote about this relayed the ground rules and some games that have to do with consent, the cuddling itself. Overall, this cuddle party goer had very positive things to say about the Chiang Mai Cuddle Club. And I'm happy to read that Normally. I don't find out that a cuddle party group exists through a party goer. I will say Sarah Love does look white. I am assuming that Justin is Thai. Sarah is a cuddlist certified pro-cuddler, whereas Justin is a life coach. I don't know if he's ever been a professional cuddler, but he has been educated on sacred sexuality and somatic awareness. In layman terms, he is educated on intimacy. Sarah does not have her own official website, but Justin does. Sarah does have a Facebook page where she has many positive reviews and according to her about page, she offers free 15-minute phone consultations and her cuddle appointments begin at one hour. Abundant Love Chiang Mai is a Facebook page that started on October 4th, 2018. They hosted a variety of events such as jam sessions, guided meditations, polyamory potlucks, and cuddle parties. Their first cuddle party was held on October 9th. 2018 it was two hours and 30 minutes long with 4 30 a.m pacific time to 7 a.m pacific time oh wow two hours and 30 minutes that is remarkably short for a cuddle party they have all the standard cuddle party rules so i'm not gonna read it out loud i did find this one chiang mai cuddle party event this took place on november 3rd 2018 It says abundant love cuddle club with special guests and for this cuddle event it says this week we will be joined by the heart-opening elixir of the Amazon. I love chocolate. Cacao helps us connect deeper with ourselves and each other, while increasing our creativity and balancing the masculine and feminine urges within, offered by the amazing Gilly Garish o. So I guess that is the special guest, but they don't have a bio. They literally only give bios for Sarah and Justin. Justin and Sarah once had a Consent 101 class at a music festival in Chiang Mai. The event was called Consensual magic it occurred at the Jai Tep festival. I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly. I don't speak Thai, but the Jai Tep festival is a three-day music festival. This Consent 101 workshop happened on February 1st, 2019. It was about two hours long, and the description is really short. It reads, Consent is all the buzz, but what does it actually mean, and how can we use it to get more of what we want? Join us for a playful, informative workshop where we will connect and grow through fun games and open heart sharing. Learn about the three vital aspects of consensual communication, how consent leads to magic, and how to bring more flow and joy into all of your relationships. Unfortunately, the most recent status update from Abundant Love was on October 7, 2018. It has a stock photo of a sunset. The caption reads, We believe love is an abundant resource. Our mission is to cultivate and share an even greater abundance of love in our community through curated events that facilitate heart conscious connection and interpersonal growth join us the whole join us really kills it for me because that is their last status update unfortunately i did not find any professional cuddlers in thailand on cuddle companions maybe there are professional cuddlers in thailand that have their own social media or their own website but i just could not find any if you have the resources please send them my way okay y'all let's talk about indonesia as of 2022 indonesia's population is 280 million, 284,526 people. So since they have over 280 million people, Indonesia is the world's fourth most populous country and the most populous Muslim majority country. The country's capital, Jakarta, is the world's second most populous urban area. The official language of Indonesia is Bahasa Indonesian, but I'm sure plenty of residents speak Malay. Ooh, over 270 Papuan languages are spoken in eastern Indonesia. Indonesia is a tropical nation, so they have an abundance of rain and sunshine, which makes Indonesia one of the leading global producers of commodities such as cacao, palm oil, tea, tropical spices, and rubber. Steering back to professional cuddling, I found only three women in Indonesia on Cuddle Companions. I don't put a trigger warning for my podcast, even though I do occasionally talk about triggering subjects. I came across some triggering stuff when I looked up Indonesia. But I know there is this one part called Aceh. It's spelled A-C-E-H. That does practice Sharia law. While I was trying to research what professional cuddling is like in Indonesia, I did find a cuddle agency in Indonesia. And I was able to translate some of their stuff into English using Google Translate. So that was nice. If you're uncomfortable with child abuse and physical violence, I suggest you skip ahead by at least a minute because when i was researching what cuddling is like in indonesia i found this february 2019 article on cnn titled indonesian teens publicly flogged for cuddling they don't show the faces of the kids it says two 18 year olds were publicly flogged thursday in the conservative indonesian state of banda ase for displaying affection the college student and her boyfriend received 17 lashes for publicly cuddling which is a violation of of the state's interpretation of Sharia law. The punishments were administered in front of a mosque in the provincial capital of Banda Assay. In this photo, you see a veiled person caning another veiled person, and there's a bunch of onlookers recording with their cell phones. The teenagers served 98 day jail sentences ahead of the corporal punishment, over three months. The state's Sharia code went into effect September, 2015. Assay is the only one out of Indonesia's 34 provinces that implement Sharia. Because of this article, I found the tagline of the Indonesian Cuddle Agency I have to be very powerful. There's this one agency called Indo Cuddle, and their tagline is Setiap orang, uh, men hak untuk men pelukan. which in English is everyone has a right to a hug. It's not everyone deserves a hug. Everyone has a right which I think is very powerful. The Cuddle Agency started not that long ago. It started in February of 2020. By March of 2020, there were already news stations in Asia covering it. I found this one article on Channel News Asia. It was published on March 8th, 2020. Title is, Need a hug from a good listener? News service to be launched in Indonesia sparks debate. There are times in life when things go wrong and you want someone to listen to your sorrows and give you a hug. That is what 23-year-old Indonesian Akbar Sabana believes, but not everyone has a friend or family member who is willing to be a good listener. To solve the problem, Mr. Sabana founded IndoCuddle, a service for people to confide themselves to a trusted listener who also gives hugs. Quote, I come from a broken home. My mother separated from my father when I was in primary school. There were times when I really wanted to meet my father to talk to him and get a hug from him, but I haven't seen him again since I was in third or fourth grade, unquote, he said. From his experience working as a marketing officer, at an education center for children in Sikarang, on the outskirts of Jakarta. Mr. Sabana became more aware of mental health issues, emotion management, and parental acceptance. So this, along with reading about how cuddle therapy is thriving in the United States, that inspired him to set up his own cuddle agency in Indonesia. It sounds like he doesn't have a degree in like psychology or early childhood development or anything like that. But by the age of 23, he was already a marketing officer at an education center oh shit okay this is interesting because here in the u.s professional cuddling is meant for those ages 18 and up but he says that indo cuddles for everyone who is at least three years old and resides in greater jakarta and i have heard one american professional cuddler talk about if in the future she'd be open to cuddling children she said that cuddling is very good for the brain when you're a child your brain is still developing so she would be open to it in the future but she understands that can go awry very quickly in United States. Going back to the article, adults with high-pressure jobs, children whose parents are separated, children who have special needs, I do think that term is outdated, the elderly, the anxious, simply anyone troubled by their problems are his potential customers. Mr. Sabana said he is currently in the mists of applying for a business license for Indocuddle and it is unclear at this point whether he would be granted one. I don't know what the business laws in Indonesia are but regardless of what the laws are I would assume that the Indonesian government will shift their priorities very drastically days after this article was published. If the pandemic never happened, do I think he would still get approved for a business license? I would say yeah. It might take some like humiliating battles in court in order to get it. Would you be shocked to hear that professional cuddlers cuddling children would take off in a conservative country like Indonesia before it takes off in the U.S.? This article says, Indocuddle offers two packages. The first is for clients to just pour out their tr- no hugging involved. The second package, priced at 700,000 rupiah, which is $48.90 in American money per hour, that includes hugging and listening. They currently have a job listing for a pro cuddler, preferably between the ages of 18 and 45, who holds a bachelor's degree in psychology, is a good listener, is willing to work part-time, and is good looking. I find this job listing to be very weird. I don't know why they're capping it off at 45. So I would argue that how you look does affect your chances of getting a job worldwide. But I do think the whole requirement to be good looking in the job description is odd. So if they're going to require a person to look a certain way, why not elaborate? The job listing also says the candidates should also be physically and mentally healthy, can communicate well and actively. I'm biased. Here in the US, we have bullshit ideas as to who gets to call themselves healthy and who doesn't. Based on this information alone, I can understand why some people are very skeptical about this. I think he has good intentions, but maybe work on the communication part or the advertising part. This article from Channel News Asia interviews a quote-unquote startup enthusiast who has criticisms of this business. A few of the criticisms are, this does not solve the actual problem. This is like a very temporary fix to a deeply rooted issue. Okay, so basically people are saying since this is not a panacea, It is deserving of criticism. So then a child psychologist gets interviewed and says, we can't just mimic the United States or Canada. In our culture, hugging is taboo. We barely touch each other. So I don't know whether a hugging service is suitable for our culture. She also says, while people need someone to listen to their problems, only certified psychologists and psychiatrists have the authority to give advice. I don't think the founder of this agency ever said they give clinical advice when they listen to people's problems. I think all they offered was, we will listen to you talk about your problems. Also, our other package is that we will hug you (laughs) while you talk about your problems. I guess they have to put a disclaimer so that the psychologists don't go after them, but I don't really think that psychiatrists are trying to go after them. So a clinical psychologist from the Indonesian Clinical Psychologist Association said that the service may be misused by pedophiles, sexual harassers, and safety may be an issue. That is very true. And that's why here in the United States, we have a very strict, screening process. I hear that the United States, especially with escorts in the US, they have very strict protocols regarding who they see. You don't really find that strict of screening outside of the US, unfortunately. Somebody's gotta take the first step. Somebody's gotta be the first to be like, no, I'm gonna be very strict with who I meet up with in person. Like professional cuddlers in the US still don't really have a strict verification system. Like the agency I work for, they do require a photo of your driver's license if you really value your safety i feel like you gotta take the first step you can't just wait for cuddle clients to be like here's my driver's license here's my proof of vaccination here's like where i live here's my personal phone number email address all that you have to take the first step that's what i did i will also say i don't know what therapy is like in indonesia but if it's like the us therapy in the us is abysmal and that really is the trap because let's just say he does and when i say he i mean the founder of indocuddle let's just say he does have have a screening process. I mean, it's up to him if he wants to tell the general public what his protocol is. The thing is, when you publicize your screening process so much, that opens the doors for people to be really sneaky and try to bypass it. People like me have a screening process to weed out the time wasters. That is all I have to say about that CNA article. I want to talk about Bali, Indonesia. I found a Cuddle Party host on Facebook. His name is Jen. Jack Johansson, originally from Sweden, now lives in Bali. Johansson created the public Facebook group Cuddle Party Bali on April 17, 2021. In the show notes, I included a map of Bali for your convenience. If you browse the Cuddle Party Bali Facebook group, you'll see events titled, quote, Review, unquote, Cuddle Parties. It's basically a cuddle party in which the facilitator is still being mentored by a trainer. From May 2021 to November 2021, 21, Johansson shadowed a man named Archie Arseny Kucharenko. I hope I'm pronouncing his name right. According to Kucherenko's Facebook, Kucherenko has relocated to become a cuddle party facilitator trainer slash mentor in Singapore. So Johansson has hosted cuddle parties whilst being a mentee on May 9th, 2021, May 22nd, 2021. So twice in May, one time in June, June 5th. And then they take a break for several months. It was around... October and November of last year when you could say Johansson was no longer a mentee and embraced being a full-on cuddle party facilitator. According to his Eventbrite, he hosted an Ubud cuddle party on October 3rd, 2021. He hosted another one in Ubud on October 17th, so twice in the same month. Oh my goodness, he hosted three cuddle parties in November of last year? That's a lot in one month for one facilitator. He hosted an Ubud one on November 7th in Ubud again, on November 20th and then Johansson hosted a cuddle party in Uluwatu on November 28th. Can I just say I could not help but notice that Johansson uses photos of Faye Wyatt in 99 to 100 percent of his flyers. Faye Wyatt is a very well-known American professional cuddler. She's also Asian. She also recently had a baby. Go congratulate her. Johansson once sold tickets to a cuddle party using the third-party company Megatix instead of Eventbrite. I really don't know why. I just thought I put it out there. Johansson's most recent cuddle party was in February of 2022. The Bali Facebook group has been pretty dead all throughout this year. As always, thank you so much for listening and being kind and civil to one another. If you're one of my patrons, thank you for monetarily supporting this podcast. Pro Cuddle Hustle is a passion project for me. I spend more money on this podcast than I earn. Your patronage is not only supporting me, but the current and aspiring. Professional Cuddlers and Cuddle Party facilitators who listen to Pro Cuddle Hustle. If you haven't already, please leave positive reviews on Spotify, YouTube, Listen Notes, CastBox, Podchaser, Podcast Addict. Perhaps I'll read your review in a future episode. Please follow Pro Cuddle Hustle on all socials, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Reddit. If you screenshot your review and you share it on social media and tag me, that will increase the likelihood of me reading your review. I am also the moderator of r slash professional cuddling. There's only about 100 members in that subreddit, so please join. Please tell everyone on your socials how important this professional cuddling podcast is. I also manage two different Facebook groups, Ask a Professional Cuddler and Professional Cuddlers and SW Only. Please only join the latter if you are a professional cuddler or a sex worker. I'm still in the process of uploading every single podcast episode to my Xbiz TV. I recently enrolled in winter semester and spring semester college courses, so I'm going to be very busy very soon. If you want to cuddle me, don't wait. My email address is felicityazara at gmail.com. I'm still accepting bookings. Screening and deposits are mandatory. Vaccination and negative COVID tests are required. Longer bookings will be prioritized. I accept deposits through Venmo, Cash App, and Patreon. Patreon says I'm not allowed to offer Skype calls or advertise meetups so fuck patreon for doing that catch y'all later you have been listening to episode 23 of felicity azara's podcast